We're going to put a billion hours into something that's not right. I need some time to just draw and think. You know what's harder than the work? Let's see it. Let's just see it. Okay, that's what we're going to do. Some of the people. This is not the way that I would have run this. Do not underestimate anyone. What you were just looking at there is a clip of a new reality television show called Motor City Masters, all about car design. And today we've got three of the participants on that show, starting with my friend and colleague, Gene Jennings. The editor of Automobile Magazine has her own website known as Gene Knows Cars and a judge on the show. A Camillo, very judgmental. <laughs> a very judgmental judge. We also have Camillo Pardo, very well-known designer in automotive uh, circles and a contestant on the show. And Darby Barber, a design student, also contestant on the show. And it's great to have you all here on AutoLine this week. Gene, let me start with you. What's the whole premise of the show? Tell us what it's about. You know, this is, it's really easy to describe it in a sentence. It is Project Runway for Car Design and Car Designers. And in fact, it's done by the same producers of Project Runway and Top Chef. So 10 episodes, 10 contestants, one goes home every week. And so what are you doing there, Camilla? You're designing a car? Explain what your involvement is on the show. They um, basically break you up into teams, and then you get a, a design project based around a car and a theme, and you have so many hours or a handful of days to execute, execute your design uh, in sketch form and then physically on, on a full-size car. So you, mean you have to not only design the car, you then have to build it? Yeah, you have to build it. You have to get in there and uh, cut it away and start working with, you know, things like fiberglass and eventually to paint and detail. Now, Camillo, you've done all kinds of cars in your career, but Darby, I've got to ask you about this. What's it like for a student to get involved designing and then having to build a car that I gotta believe you've never done before? Oh no, not at all. Like at uh, CCS, we'll do clay models, but uh, on on this competition, we actually work with the real car. And it's a brand new full size car, and we get to tear it apart and paint it and everything. And it's like it's a it's a really good opportunity because I would have never been able to work on all these cars, brand new cars, like w without this. Like I work on my truck back home, but. Um, getting to work on these cars was definitely... So it's got to be a great learning experience. Oh, yeah, I learned a lot. I mean, not just a learning of how to do a TV show, but actually oh. how to do car design. Oh, no, and especially, like, working with, like, Camillo and, and Brian Thompson, he was on the show, too, and, like, hearing from Gene and Harold and all the feedback, and, and I learned a ton. Okay, Gene, you're a judge. What's the judge's role here? Well, <clears throat> you know, my I sort of represent... I represent... Um, just normal people, enthusiasts and people out there, consumers. Harold, the other judge, the other regular judge, is a car designer. So he was representing the purity of design, pure design. That was what he was looking at. And I was looking at more like desirability and design. Um, you know, the reason I even got involved, and at first you think, well, am I going to be drawing cars? This is going to suck. This is going to be so boring. I can't watch people draw. Um, I looked at the early treatment and I said, oh, this is cool as can be because you're going to take real and Chevrolet being the sponsor, they're all Chevrolets, so different ones every single episode with different, you know, different uh, premises, different challenges. It was so cool that I just wanted to be involved. I'm, I've been in design, involved in design 
my entire career. We're the only car magazine that has an editor of design. So I just, you know, I, I know design is probably more important than almost anything else. Now that quality is pretty much ubiquitous, you know, now you know that, you know, cars are going to go 100,000 miles without doing anything to them. What's the differentiator? It's design. So my job was to just look at them and say, you know, I don't care. It's like putting out a magazine. I don't care how much time you put into it. I don't care how much money. I don't care. If it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it's ugly, it's ugly, right? That's so it's not going out. So. Camilla, you're, you're a car designer. You've done all kinds of cars in your career. Maybe most notably, at least in my book, is you were the one who designed the Ford GT, one of the most beautiful sports cars of all time, if I may say so myself, even though you're sitting right in front of me. So what was your involvement? I mean, what, what did you do on the show? You're, you're somebody who's already done cars before, as opposed to Darby, who's still a student. Well, we had to do basically what you would do in any project in the automotive industry when they give you a design project. Um, you have to generate sketches, come up with an idea, and then take that idea, you know, with your team to the fabricators. But, but you're running the team, are you? Sometimes I ran the team. Sometimes I was one of the designers in the team. This all worked together through a series of uh, challenges and um, and then they picked the team, whoever won the challenges would pick the team. And um, again, uh, as, as the show goes through, the teams get smaller and smaller because of the eliminations. And then we start developing a strategy on who you want on your team and who you're good to work with. Um, and together, you know, you work very, very fast. I mean, it, in school, in college, and when you're a student or teaching college, you have extremely uh, an extreme concentrated amount of time to actually go from sketch to um, to a physical model. And then um, in the advanced studios out there in the automotive industry, it's pretty concentrated as well. But I've never seen anything so um, compressed in my life. This is a, this was a completely new experience. I want to go back to the idea of the teams. First of all, the show, every episode has three parts. The first is an individual challenge. Each one of the contestants had to do their own version of what the challenge was. From that, the judges picked the top two. Those two became the team managers. They then picked their other teammates playground style, which we all know is ugly. <laughs> Ugly, ugly, ugly. And so, you know, how would you like to be the last two standing? Not pretty. Well, when you get rid of one, then you had an odd number. Then it got really bad because then one person was left standing, and the winner, the, t the team manager who came in first, got to pick first. They got to take that last person, or they got to assign them to the other team as a liability. How would you like to be the liability, the loser liability? So it was... It was always just horrendous to watch that. The whole process, each of these parts, was actually really exciting to me, too, um, to just watch it happen. So was he in charge? You know, when I saw his name, I went, what, is he a judge? No, he was one of the contestants. I thought, this is unfair. Well, as it turned out, and he will tell you, he didn't always win. 
Did he? No, I didn't. No, always, he didn't always I mean, win. I knew from day one when there was 10 designers and we did the sketch off immediately, you know, uh, downtown LA. I walked around, when we got to walk around and see everybody's sketches, I saw, you know, a handful that, Don't give no, me. I won't. No, I saw a handful <laughs> that I thought, these people are caliber designers. And this is not going to be a walk in the park. But I want to go back to something that you said, Dad. Sometimes you were leading the team. Sometimes you were one of the designers on board. In my view, good design only comes when one person's in charge and drives the vision. If you start mixing things up, you get a mishmash of a design. Well, there's a couple ways of going about that. I mean, if you're leading the team and uh, you have, like I said, caliber designers under you, you just take them and you push them through the project and you get everything out of them that you can, you know, just like you're in a design studio. And um, if you have somebody that's leading the team and you're below them, you can kind of push them through too, you know, because you may have a lot of mileage, so you help. You help, you know, help them get through the, the heavy stuff and help edit. And, and abbreviate and get right to Ask Darby right to what it. that's like. No, yeah. I was just going to do exactly that. You know, uh, were you a pusher or a right. pushy? Well, that was hard because there was some people who you would work well with and some people who you might not work as well with, but every person on your team had to have an individual contribution. So say uh, someone was a high caliber designer, they're going to do something cool on the car, and then say someone who was more of a builder, who, who wasn't, didn't excel very much in, in the design process. They have to have their portion on the car that they can designate their name to. So it was really hard, especially in the beginning when there's so many people on your teams, to get everybody's design element in the car without it looking like a Frankenstein car. I gotta believe that. And then, so did you grow as you were shooting these different episodes? I mean, did you go in as the meek little college design student way behind these other experts in the field? and and. I mean, did you sense yourself changing as the show went on? Yeah, I definitely think I grew. I think I got a lot better at um, working with people and, and leading people or being on a team. And in the beginning, it was really hard. It's like, you know, who are these people? I don't know who they are. I don't know what they can do. And here we are trying to build a car together. I think together. we want to steer this a little bit away from how the show went on. Yeah, yeah. I don't, just I, to I, leave it. So yeah, just to give a little bit of a take. You don't want to give this yeah. away. Because the show has not yet started. It's right. just a matter of days away. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll keep this. But uh, how did you get involved in this, Gene? I mean, how did this all come together? Actually, Chevy came and talked to me. I have a lot of friends, like, deep in the uh, Chevrolet company. is the sponsor. Of Chevrolet is the sponsor of the show. And they just asked me if I would look at the treatment and see what I thought about it. Because, as I said, we're the design magazine. So we're the one that focuses on design. And um, when I read it, it, it just was so great. And I said, I, don't, I really don't have anything to change. It's, it's kind of hilarious, actually. There's a lot of hilarious parts of the show and crazy challenges that make you go, what? What? You know, just like Project Runway. They have to make a, a ballroom gown out of duct tape? How's that going to work? <laughs> right. And because I watched Project Runway, I understood how it worked. You go and grab a beer and you rush right back to see what the ball gown looks like. That's kind of how this show is because there are crazy challenges. So then after I get it back to, gave it back to them, they said, so would, would you be a judge? And I was thrilled. I was absolutely thrilled to do it. So, Darby, how'd you get involved in it? Was it an OMG, I'm going to be on TV moment? 
Um, it was kind of I was kind of undecided about it because I had to take a, a semester off of school at CCS, and um, at first I didn't think I I would be going on the show because I'm 20 and and the um, age to apply for it was 21 and they called me and they're like, hey, you know, we want you to apply. How they get to like, you? Why why they call you? I think they found me through CCS. Okay, um, and we should explain to the audience who don't know CCS is the College for CCS Creative is Studies, the College for Creative very Studies. well well known design school. Yeah, in Detroit, and they really are well known for automotive and product design, and, and they have a bunch of other majors too. But I've been going there. Uh, I'm a well second semester junior now because um, I took the last semester off. But um, it was it was exciting when I finally did decide um, that yeah I'm gonna do it. Um, all my friends were like, wait, what? You're going to go to California? I'm like, yeah, I can't tell you why, but you know, I'm going to be when, gone for a while. <laughs> tell them when you were in California. Oh, gosh. Well, the I had never been to. polar vortex. We missed it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we here in Michigan are freezing, and you're out in <laughs> right. Southern California shooting a TV show. Not so a bad life. Nice. Your experience mm -hmm. there was she'd never seen the ocean before? No, I've never been to California before. I don't travel much. So um, getting to go out there, it was like, Warm every day and sunny every day, and um, I wish I could go She's to the beach more. But <laughs> took me two weeks to pretty, see the it beach. It was pretty cool. You yeah. you graduate with good grades, you might be able to have, meet your wishes there. Camillo, same question. How'd they come after you? Um, they came through my gallery. I have a gallery here in Detroit, uh, Interstate, and um, they approached them. I started hearing it from friends of mine. This is there's. Um, a TV show based on automotive design and they're looking for you and um, eventually I got the call and um, it was easy as that you know then it was a process to get on the show that was a lot of fun you know because we had to send them information and one one cool thing was uh, after they were interested they said um, can you film your next 48 hours and we had a great time doing that because <laughs> I did just a crew following you through your normal workday kind of a thing. Yeah, I, um, I did a silkscreen series in my studio. So there was uh, my gallery, my friends came over and we painted, and then um, we did a few laps around the studio with some uh, skateboard and a uh, GoPro, and then uh, then we put some uh, GoPro on a uh, car and had uh, followed them around Detroit with my GT. So we had we had a good time. You know, I says, I'm going to enjoy this, you know, the best I can while I'm doing my work. And, you know, if it goes to the next stage, great. And it, it kept moving along. Then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you're one of the ten. So did you want to be a judge or one of the contestants? I told them. When they first talked to me, I told them, um, well, they asked me a lot of questions about myself, my career, and, all, uh, and the rest. And they seemed to be very new at automotive design. I'm sure they're very, very good at making um, uh, TV shows, but they actually told me, we're learning by the minute talking to you. And I said, look, I'll help you in any way if you want me to help you organize a show, if you want me to judge, if you want me to be one of the contestants. Um, you know, I, I've got a lot of information that I can share with you. Yeah, you're one of the people who have been there and done that. Yeah, I mean, that's my career, uh, automotive design, and um, I'm glad that I was a contestant. It really, um, you know, got me going through the gears of design again in, in some kind of fashion that I, I, think I never imagined. That, I think that, um, I will tell you that the judges 
were excited every single episode to see. We were always shocked by the finished product. Always. It's in a also, good way? Oh, it, always in a good way. It was, no, we were so excited to see it. We couldn't wait to see the cars. And when they would come out, we'd like, oh, oh my God, oh, look at that. Holy cow. Amazing what was accomplished. The variety of people, there is someone among those 10 people that someone out there is going to be championing. All 10 of these contestants will be championed at some point or another. So that was very exciting and interesting. It's also interesting to note the variety of skills that people came with from a student to Camilo and in between an automotive painter who does killer flames, um, people who build like SEMA show cars, actual physical people. Each one of the teams had five technicians to help them execute what they were doing. And I will tell you, the most talented people, you know, you're going to eliminate someone every, every single episode. You're going to be sending home incredibly talented people, as you guys know. Um, that's all I'll say about that. You know, and, Was that and, hard? Was that hard to do? I'll tell you, um, at one point I didn't break down crying until the cameras were off. You guys were long gone. And I came apart at the seams. I, it was just, it was heartbreaking to because me. Because you had to and send had to this pull, talent home. I had to send them home. I, had, I was the killer, all 10 times the killer. But it's amazing. I was also the scab picker and sore poker and you know go <laughs> the one who would go through the studio and go well what are you doing what are you doing you know kind of like that you got holy cow you got like five minutes to fix that I hope you have a big eraser you know uh, but but poking like how's it going oh okay what do you mean by okay you know well you know I don't know what do you mean you know that kind of stuff so it's interesting to watch very talented people doubt themselves, <laughs> go, kind of come apart, fight with each other. It's kind of got it all. And it was, I will say, I cannot wait personally to see it, and I was there. <laughs> so. Darby, you mentioned that you had to take off a semester from school. Was your family like, what, are you crazy? Or was it an easy decision to do that? Yes, uh, well, some of my family was like, you know, you should you should finish school, you're going to, you know, mess up your schedule. And then some of my family was like, go for it. And I just figured it would be a um, cool opportunity. And I was like, I, I can't really turn it down. You know, I get to work with cars. I'm going to have all, all I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to work with these people. And I didn't know who they were yet. And then, uh, mind you, when, when I uh, saw Camilla walk out, I think Jameson was next to me. That's Camilla. That's Camilla. <laughs> I'm like, I look around. I'm like, he's a judge, right? He's a judge, right? <laughs> and then he walks in line with us. But um, it was... I. After I thought about it, um, took a lot of thinking. A couple of weeks, I had to really decide, you know, what would be best. And then I, I, I figured this would be a good route to go. I, I think you did too. Uh, I think you made the right decision there, boy. Uh, what a thing to have on your resume. In fact, they're going to call you anyway. The car companies, Camillo. Same thing. You run a studio. You've got clients. You've got bills to pay. How do you take the time off to shoot a show? It was uh, that was challenging. I had to budget my time. I mean, we did go home at some point. Um, I've never been in a situation where we uh, had to be monitored for so much time, I, uh, you know, and, and it, there's a lot of privacy uh, that, you know, that you're, you can't talk to anybody and you have to stay in your hotel. Mm -hmm. But when you're in your hotel, I, you know, I, always, I travel with my laptop and my Wacom tablet, so I, I'm basically a walking studio. So I would go home and work, and then I would email uh, my files 
late at night and then get up later early in the morning and run out to do that job. So it was... Um, yeah, but I can't believe you get back to your hotel feeling fresh as a daisy after a whole day of shooting. <laughs> no, you are, you are beat up, depending on what phase of the project you're in, um, whether it's a fabrication phase. But it's interesting that drawing is kind of a relaxed mode when you don't want to see any more um, materials like that, sandpaper and Bondo and all that flying around <laughs> sketching. He was famous for being sketching. covered with whatever material was sketching being covered. I mean relieving. covered. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Um, I've worked in fabrication a lot. Uh, I did a heavy internship while I was in college and I worked at a body shop. And um, I don't mind ripping into these materials, you know, and I know how to use power tools, etc. So um, it was it was fun for for a point there, and uh, I mean I, I told the, the people there it's like you know it's like eating way too much of your favorite ice cream, it's just <laughs> twenty five <laughs> gallons of it, you know. <laughs> okay, that's enough, you know. But uh, yeah, so it was hard to. Um, I, I was still productive somehow. I was still productive while the show was going on, and uh, I think it was great to to be able to work on something like that and um, get the feel of doing all these vehicles. We did more vehicles in that amount of time than um, I would normally do in one year at Ford. Wow! Mm -hmm. Wow! With a, a lot yeah. fewer people yeah. <laughs> helping. And, and same question, Gene. I mean, you, you got a magazine to run, a website, oh. and oh. Right in the middle of this kind of two-month period, our company got a new CEO and a new chairman. Can you imagine? And it was like, where is that woman that's supposed to be in with the funny hats? Car magazine. <laughs> so you know, I have an incredible deputy editor who's been running the magazine for a year. Um, I have an incredible executive editor at Geno's Cars. Who I mean, they were you wouldn't even have known I was gone. Sadly, <laughs> I had to think about that. Boy, I rushed back and started working really hard. We got nothing done. I got nothing done except this show. There were hours where, you know, you'd go in at 8 at night and finish at 4 in the morning or go in at, at 6 at night and finish at 4 in the morning and not know what you're going to do or what time was going to happen the next day until that night. So there was no plans to be made. The other judge, Harold Belker, he said to me, are you doing anything? I can't draw. I thought I'd be able to draw. I said, no, I need complete silence when I write. I'd like crawl home and go face down in bed. And he, it was the same. We got nothing done. Camilla, what do you hope happens with this show? What would be your, your ideal uh, thing to roll out once the show, the, the season runs? Well, I mean, I'm always looking forward to new exciting work. So if being on this show does, you know, you know, evolve into cooler projects, different things that I can be involved with, I think, I mean, that's, that would be the, the best thing that could happen after a show like this. And um, if I imagine that shows like this, at some point they, they'll bring back some of the um, contestants. I'd be more than happy to, you know, to work with, you know, on Motor City uh, Masters All Stars, <laughs> <Right>. something, something <laughs> like you that. Wait a few years. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was great, you know, working in California for a bit. Although we didn't get to see very much while we were there. I mean, we were dedicated. I'm sure you're in a studio the whole time, mm -hmm. just about. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, yeah. but uh, some of the projects weren't always in the studio, so that added a little color to it. Mm -hmm. um, it was, you know, you know that I'm a, a Ford designer for, for my, you know, all my career. Um, it was very cool to work on some GM cars. You know, I don't, I haven't really, you know, owned a GM car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've owned foreign cars and uh, Fords, you know, but, um, you know, I've, I've loved, you know, all the sports cars like Porsche, Ferrari, and, 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 and in high school I was heavily into Mopars and Hot Rods and all that. So it feels like I was preparing for some kind of situation like that through the building of my career, including the cars that I worked on in in high school and getting under there. I, I wrench on cars, you know, I, that's why I like the older hot rods. So, you know, you can, they're so much easier to work on than all this uh, computer stuff that you have to use a diagnostic, you know, put on a diagnostic machine, et cetera. Yeah, we're getting down to the very end, so I need a quick answer, but Darby, same with you. I mean, I guess you gotta finish school. Then what do you hope that, that the show leads to? Um, well, I hope the show itself leads to kind of like an exposure of car design because it's not really like a, you know, popular glamorous thing. It's like, you know, Project Runway fashion design is very exposed. But car design is, um, I'm hoping that it brings, kind of shines a light on it and uh, more people get exposed to it, more people get into it. But um, yeah, any new doors that open or um, opportunities like that would be awesome. And exposure from the show is really great too. So just getting my name out. I gotta believe, Gene, too, that you'd believe like me. Anything that makes the auto industry look appealing and cool. You know, it, it's very exciting to see a talent, a talent that every one of these contestants have that people out in the, in the TV audience will say, I thought I could do that and maybe I can't. That's really cool. It really is. I want to thank all of you. Gene Jennings, uh, Judge Plus from Automobile and Gene Knows Cars, Camillo Pardo, Great automotive designer with his own studio and Darby Barber, design student and contestant as well. And I got to thank you all for coming in and sharing what this new TV show is all about. I can't wait to watch it myself. So thank you all. Great. Thank you. And uh, we're actually going to close on a lo another little bit of a clip that shows you what this show is all about. Someone has to go home. Ten car designers, one lifelong dream. I will be the Motor City Master. 